Welcome to the Scott Shepard Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Scott Shepard here, and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Scott Shepard. And this morning, I've actually been farting around with, well, playing around with the podcast settings and just checking things out. And hell, I may actually start publishing publicly to others in the world. Probably today. That's at least what I've put down on my to-do list. So that should be exciting. So anyways, today is episode number 153. And this is being recorded on Monday at 1, writing this down, 1.16 p.m. I like to write down my episode start times. And there's a reason for that, actually, and it traces back to a mentor, an archetype of mine, named Gary Halbert. And in his infamous, wondrous, beautiful letters in the world of copywriting, he my dear friends, used the same format as I have done in audio form, which is, he states, the day that his letter is written and the time. And the reason that he did this is actually unknown. I believe it might trace back to maybe business etiquette that he was taught, but I think that is only 20% probability of being correct and accurate. Instead, what he does is he does this to humanize who he is and relate who he is and where he's coming from and what time of day he's writing. And he also lists out the location. So for me today, and as I usually do, I announce the location in which the podcast is being recorded. And today's episode is, of course, coming from Little Italy, San Diego, California, in my private podcasting studio office. And the reason I believe Halbert did this, and the reason I do this, is to give you some context into the behind the scenes and, well, to humanize this process so that when you're listening, you're not left thinking, well, thinking for yourself and wondering how and where it is recorded, how professional it is, how professionally it is done. And, you know, whether it be in a studio with like five other guys around with note cards and a teleprompter, you know, there's, there's important details and things that often go unsaid and missing. And 
the very, very basics of just saying and stating the time of day and the day and the location of where you are recording or writing something personalizes what you are doing. So there's a little tidbit for any of those listening who are copywriters or curious and want to be a, a copywriter. That's a nice tactic that you should implement and try for yourself. I have not A-B tested it, so I don't know what the conversion rate results would be. And there's two philosophies in life. One is it's all about results, and the other one is it's also about art and style and craft. And, well, I do it because, god damn it, I like the craft, and results bore the living hell out of me, especially when it comes to money. The results, actually, I was talking to uh, one of Halbert's protégés yesterday, a friend of mine, and he and a few other of my friends were talking in a thread and we actually got onto this subject of quite honestly, I, I am <laughs> at least at this phase in my life more intrigued and entertained by creating more uproar and crazy chaos and movements among the people and crowds than I am actually about making money. But low and also, please know that I will, of course, not neglect teaching you the tactics, tricks, and methods of growing your business and making money. It's just, I don't really value it. So that's kind of good news for you because it means, well, hell, I'm going to freely share it more than other people normally would freely share anything. And of course... There are podcasts out there wherein people share, and I'm using air quotes right now when I say share, because you've got to listen to ads, you know, freaking 20-minute ads in the beginning, and then lately, not, not I would say, the, the most eminent podcasters, but the, the biggest podcasters out there, not only will blitz you with sponsors in the beginning of their show. They will interlace it throughout their show. They will do product placement stuff throughout their show. And then, of course, everything in their life, in their existence, all revolves around their own merch and creating their own merch and doing their own drops. And it's fine if you are a pioneer in the space, like... The Nelk Boys, if you've heard of them, they have a YouTube channel and they're freaking hilarious and fantastic, and I'm a fan of them. And quite frankly, if if you're a listener, if you're older, and you've you know if you're if you got like a 15 year old son who masturbates all day, he's probably also a Nelk fan. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 a younger male type of demographic. They do pranks and stuff, but they are absolutely freaking crushing it today because they do merch drops and they sell their merch. Everything is free. All of their content is free, but they sell merch. They've also started a seltzer company and it's taking off. And I wouldn't be surprised to see them. I mean, you, you're talking about freaking kids on YouTube that are, you know, doing pranks and whispering in people's ears and Walmarts and freaking them out, you know, like whispering like 
uh, gay moaning <laughs> into the ears of unsuspecting shoppers. And now they're launching merch lines, clothing lines, and now an alcohol beverage, a, a dry seltzer called Happy Dad. And I wouldn't be surprised if you know, in, in five years you're going to see them in the Forbes top wealth list and you know, hundred million dollar company range and hundred million dollars for them. It's crazy. And on that little interlude, I'm going to pull back and get back to the main point, which is the bottom line is this. This is a free podcast. I don't need to interlace everything with merch, sponsorships, even pre I hate that crap. This is just pure, unfiltered, unadulterated content about marketing, life philosophy, copywriting, mass persuasion, world domination, but mostly, of course, long irreverent ramblings and other horse shit from Scott Shepard's wild life and crazy adventures and odd things that he gets fascinated with and into, whether that be personally or professionally, such as personally, the dating life of Scott Shepard, which is the latest saga that I've been talking about, or professionally, which is and has centered around for the last six months around personal knowledge management and that world and Zeitelkosten, which I will be writing extensively about and teaching in a very concise, clear manner, in a, in a manner that has actually never, ever, ever been taught successfully before. And that's the reason that I, I feel compelled, I'm passionate about what I'm talking about, personal knowledge management, which is basically, if you are a person that likes to learn and take notes and think and write, then the Zytokosten is the very best system for organizing your notes and your thoughts, hands down. And the problem is, though, is that it is taught inaccurately in every single location and blog article online besides two places. First, the research paper and the outline that Nicholas Lumen did on Zytokosten that he wrote himself, the creator of the method. And the second one is an academic article uh, written that states very, very factually and clearly how it actually works. Everything else bastardizes it completely to where it is a shell of what it actually is, and it is misunderstood, and yeah, and so that's the unfortunate thing. So basically, I feel like I'm called upon the world to clear up and clean up the actual understanding and what Zytokosten actually is. Okay, but that's that is for a future publication and a future issue of the Scott Shepard letter, which is the working title of my premium monthly written publication in which I outline and teach it for you. And as you may know, I've said it before and I'll say it again, the 
thing to expect with these podcasts is this. Infotainment. Information plus entertainment. It is not a pre-production, overly orchestrated thing. That is what knowledge is. Knowledge is structured information. This is unstructured. I'm telling you everything, stream of consciousness, as it comes to mind. And it will definitely have valuable gems in there. However, you should not expect, and I don't even think you can expect it from audiobooks, but I I don't even think that that is necessarily a good way to consume knowledge, but you should only expect information from audio form. If you want structured information, which is knowledge, it ought to be condensed and created in written form. And that is what my monthly editions and what my monthly publication of the Scott Shepard letter is for. So, so yeah, that, that, with that preamble out of the way, what shall we talk about today? Well, let's talk about this. Last night, I had a very first date, and this is a rare occasion where I did not actually speak with this woman on the phone. It's weird. I, whenever you say like woman, I don't know. Like I'm 35 years old, a a male living in Southern California, and I cannot settle on the terminology and the preferred term and the variance between female versus girl versus chick versus female versus well, versus woman. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> woman when it's said in that tone doesn't really sound all that uh all that woke and as you probably know by now if you've listened to any of my episodes that uh i am a great ally and close friend of all the woke fans and uh purple-haired freaks of the world and <laughs> god damn it i always just freaking drift on to well some polarizing taboo type of field. But the bottom line is this, is that this woman that I met with last night, as my grandpa Pete would say, my late grandpa Pete, the Indiana, you know, freaking Midwestern uh, Colts fan, Indianapolis Colts fan that always rocked a flat top that would make Johnny Unitas proud. Yes, grandpa Pete. Yeah, he would say about this girl, which is quite characteristic of the ones that I've met with lately, he would say that, well, she wouldn't say shit if she had a mouthful. And this one, well, I don't think she asked me one question all freaking night. I had to carry the conversation. And guess what? It went for two hours. I was freaking exhausted after the thing. Last night, I left not just exhausted, but also angry and annoyed because I had expended so much life energy that otherwise could have been allocated and invested in reading, in working, in thinking, in growing, in reading 
Don Quixote, which I'm still slugging my way through, which I'll tell you in a second. She also sent me something, said something that kind of pissed me off on 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 that end. Um, and I could have been, I could have quite literally been doing anything. I could have been coddling Brodus's freaking empty ball sack that has been left over after he was neutered, right? I would have preferred to do that. In fact, I do that every night. In fact, I just got done doing that. I'm just kidding about that, but seriously. Um, yeah, and then another thing, she was just pretentious as fuck. I mean, I try not to cuss, but she was pretentious AF, okay? She was pretentious AF word. I was even trying to relate to her, and one of the things that I tried to relate to her with was on the book Don Quixote. So, Quixote, uh, of course, it's pronounced as she corrected me. It's not Quixote, it's Quixote. God, freaking, freaking A, man. So, yes, anyways, I, for some reason, like to uh, choose as uh, potential suitors for a relationship and romantic partners, those who, well, carry the traits of every single orthodox, doctrinaire, annoying substitute teacher that, quite frankly, didn't know shit, so they made it their job to, well, make kids feel like they don't know S-word, okay? Okay? How's this going? I'm, I'm going on a good rant right now. So, yeah, so she even said, like, I was trying to relate to her. I'm like, you know, I am 600 and something pages into Don Quixote, Quixote, and I have almost, I quit once and then I picked it up. I'm like, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a long slog, right? And I was like, have you read it? She's like, yeah, a long time ago. Um, I'm like, oh, Okay. I'm like, did you find it? Here's And I was like, here's what I found. Let me try to relate. I found it to be a book wherein I have read, I have never read so much about so little. And to which she replied, she didn't actually opine on this, number one. Number two is she was like, yeah, I read a long time ago, like in high school. I don't even remember. I was an AP student, blah, 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 and like just kept going on. Um, yeah, I don't want to spend more time or energy on it, but it was interesting. And yet today I am not sure yet. And I, and I actually went through an audit afterwards. I looked online. There's a good 15 were 15, uh, 15 part questionnaire in an audit that you can conduct for yourself after a first date. And she got four positives and 10 negatives. However, what's odd is that I don't know if it was just her personality, like innately untrustworthy and stuck up and pretentious and quiet and reserved, enclosed, and defensive? Hey, Scott Shepard here. Real quick, this podcast is sponsored by me. Yes, me, Sir Scott of Shepard. I am committed to never shilling some dildo hipster crappy freaking product like all the other podcasters do. All right? 
My only ask, however, is that you spend 10 seconds right now. Literally pull to the side of the freaking road, the freeway. Stop. (laughs) Rate and review this podcast. Share it with a friend. This will help me spread my movement. You see, I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days writing and creating using analog tools while making multiple six figures if they even need to, and more importantly, building a tribe of people that they were called to build, okay? And I want you to rate and review this podcast because it will directly help me in this mission. That's all I ask. All right, now back to the regularly scheduled program. Peace. Or if... And if she was doing that because of some you know, situational surrounding environment that I wasn't aware of, or if it was because, well, because she is just shy and she is an AP student and a nerd. And if that's the case, then heck, maybe I've just misread her. Who knows? The bottom line is, I woke up today thinking I was just never going to text her back because she got a four out of, well, it's a 14-point questionnaire, so there's not 15, but the last questionnaire was, the last question was pretty stupid, so out of 14. So she got a four out of 14 score. And a part of me said, you know, I'm just going to not reply and just infer that, well, that she is not maybe yeah she's just not someone that i would like to well exert energy and life energy on however there is one aspect of it which is perhaps she's just very shy very sweet an ap student and i should be open so what i have done today after reviewing my mindset install, which is a way to install your core life philosophy principles and beliefs, I was reminded that it's better to be committed to learning and to be open and to also speak with candor and speak your authentic truth. So instead of just ghosting her and also trying, you know, which, which avoids pain for you know, in rejection for myself. And also, um, yeah, it's just, it's, but the, the con with doing that is that I'm creating a imaginary story in my head and not allowing the possibility of more discovery and information to come out. And also, not allowing the possibility of learning for me. So a commitment to learning. So the thing that I've decided to do and that I did is I texted her and I've said, hey, great meeting you, super nice. And I should pull it up actually. Okay, actually I will pull it up. And you know what? And we can actually see if she has replied by now, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So, I will tell you what I wrote. Here is what I wrote. 
Nice meeting you last night, Miss Blank. I'll, I will not say her name. Uh, Miss Potentially Substitute Teacher, a.k.a. Um, nice meeting you last night, Miss... We'll just call her Miss S. Nice meeting you last night, Miss S. Hope you're not too hung. Hit me... Hit, uh, oh, it hit me later. Their pores were generous. You know, and I freaking took her to Del Frisco's in downtown San Diego. You know where that is? That is a very nice, called a Double Eagle Steakhouse. <laughs> Double Eagle, I don't know what it means. However, that is a great marketing concept that you ought to think about. Just calling something, you know, Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. I don't even know if Double Eagle means anything. But it's quite the interesting idea you know it's like oh i'm gonna launch a podcast let's say you know this you can launch your own podcast you know the the blank podcast a double eagle podcast or a blank podcast a triple platinum reserve company you know and like just like freaking like I, I have a feeling that that's what they did. I got to actually look into that. I'm going to add that to my uh, analog to-do list today. Double eagle. So, she said, okay, so she hasn't replied yet, but here here is where I get into the authentic truth. I say, I'm not sure whether you had fun or not because you're a bit difficult to read, but hopefully you had a good time. Side note, You'd be great at poker. So doing this invited me to get some, you know, plain and simple direct rejection, which is fine and which is, I would say, 80% likely. Um, oh, and also, okay, just to, I don't, I don't want to complain, but even if she does come back with that, there's an issue here is because I caught her in, I don't know if you could consider it a lie or you could consider it a misdirection of the truth. And that is that anyways, I found I, I, I'm very perceptive and pay very close attention. And so I caught her in a lie and kind of called, not called her out on it indirectly through asking a question. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was, yeah, then the the other thing, there's there's other aspects as well. Like, you know, she was complaining and her sob story was about how, you know, her ex-fiancé slash sociopath boyfriend, who whom, you know, every, every female has, and I'm sure, you know, about half of them are actually truly soci- sociopaths, but... Um, her main sob story and complaint was that she had to give up her Porsche, which was her car, and he stole it from her. And obviously, also, it was in his name and he was paying for it, you know, so she still accused him of stealing it. And she was left with a car that no self-respecting man would ever want to be seen in. What is that car, ladies and gentlemen? It's a freaking Lexus. It, what, the Lexus hybrid car. I mean, cry me a freaking river. Oh, last but not least, the third, the third thing, or not even 
last but not least, is she wasn't super friendly or nice to the the waiters or waitresses or the staff. And I had to over override her and play it up and like be louder than her to like make make sure that the staff and waitresses and, and stuff felt great and good about their lives and, and everything. But I, I could I could tell you if I did not insist and try, she would have been the type to enjoy going down the route of just complaining about the staff and the, the waiters and, and all that. But yeah. Bottom line, she's uh, the more I think about it and talk about it, she's a real piece of shit of a human being. <laughs> and, and regardless of what happens, I should uh, I should not unless 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 she truly is a an absolute sweetheart and had an actual sociopath ex with a Porsche and she actually paid for it all, in which information I would have to investigate and discover. But I mean, freaking a bottom line, like so many other fish in the sea that uh that yeah yeah you just don't want to 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 associate with those that suck out and fester and feed on the negative energy in life and so i hope that this ages so well that it ages to the point where I actually do end up with her. <laughs> and three months later, she listens to this podcast and discovers it. And uh, I've got a real shit show on my hands. Actually, I would, I will be completely upfront and authentic and, and honest. Um, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen either way, because it would suck that if I've decided that yeah, I'm not I'm just going I'm not going to say anything more. You you guys get it. Bottom line. Bottom line is this. The moral of the story, the life lesson is it's easier to just ghost someone and well, let it let things just play out without saying anything. However, I think it invites a more adventurous and entertaining life if you speak with absolute candor, honesty, and invite rejection and failure because failure is feedback and feedback is growth and growth is happiness. Bottom line, end of story. That's the thing that drives life. And so I will of course keep you updated on this and I must part ways with you now. It's almost been 30 minutes that I've spent with you and I wasn't planning on going this long today, but ladies and gentlemen, I've had a blast and I love you all and I'm going to head out. So as always, when I part, I must advise you to do the most important thing and live by the most important principle to drive your life, which is this, to always remember to stay crispy, my friends. Hey, real quick, this podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, Frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking-hipster-crappy product like all the other podcasters do, all right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds. 
right now. Pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the freaking freeway, and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love. Writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe, a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.